Well, hello. This is The 616 Show. You've stumbled across a universe in which two hosts who go by Eugene and Haven bring you the latest topics from across the multiverse. And we give you our hottest and coldest takes. God, I feel like I'm sitting across the table from Rod Serling right now. This is a kind of a <laughs> D&D dungeon master setup we're going through. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. What we like to provide you is just takes on things that you are talking about on the internet that we kind of see throughout the week. Now, of course, we've got three pretty decent topics, two of which we have to discuss, Haven. What do you think? Oh, yes, absolutely. I've been itching to talk these all day. Yes, yes. And that is, of course, the first one being Blue Beetle. Yes, say its name. We Blue <laughs> Beetle. <laughs> we got a trailer today, today being Monday. And it kind of gave us, uh, it was a lot more than I expected we would get in a teaser. It's not really a teaser. It's a trailer. So. I would not call this a teaser at all. Like, it just yeah. put the whole story out on front it did. street. I loved it. It did. Okay, Haven, can you just kind of tell us, kind of for the misinformed or uninformed, rather, who is this Blue Beetle? Certainly, Eugene. Well, this incarnation of Blue Beetle is Jaime Reyes. He's the second in the line of Blue Beetles, the first being Ted Cord, which we did get a little teaser in, which I was very happy about to see Ted Cord's bug flying by, driven by George Lopez. But this version, he's able to access the Scarab, which is kind of like, you know, along the same lines as Green Lantern's Power Ring, where it, you know, imbibes the user powers and gets them with their thoughts. But the Scarab and the Reach, which is where the Scarab comes from, actually hate the Green Lanterns and they're in a bitter war. But Jaime was just a kid that stumbled on technology he shouldn't have. Jumped on, and now he's got a little backseat buddy taking over his body and becoming a teenage superhero. It kind of seems like, for those who don't know, Blue Beetle is like, what happens if you give a kid Iron Man's suit, but also Venom's abilities? Yes. But also and Green Lantern's abilities, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this transformation we saw in the trailer was so brutal. Oh, man. It looked like it was probably the most brutal hero transformation we've seen. This transformation was like John Carpenter's The Thing, how it like <laughs> grabbed him and threw him up on the wall and like forced itself down his throat. Yeah, that was, that's that's a lot for a movie that seems like it's kind of tailored for kids. I don't I don't know. <laughs> that's a good way to wake them up like you paid attention this is what happens when you yeah. fuck around with alien technology yeah we're just going to start off this movie by traumatizing every child <laughs> in that theater but here's the thing i think we kind of missed that because we've been so preoccupied with shazam uh black adam the flash mm. but we, we totally i totally forgot about blue beetle i and was definitely sleeping on blue beetle i thought it was coming like way down the line but it's coming in four months yeah so is is this a james gunn blue beetle or is this in dceu blue, blue beetle what is this i feel like blue beetle is gonna be in a weird sort of transition period 
because you have the Ted Cord connection and he is connected directly to Booster Gold in any iteration. And knowing James Gunn, if he's willing to bring in Booster Gold, he wants to explore and acknowledge the fact that, you know, those two did time together. So I feel like we're probably going to see Jaime interact in some form or another with this new DC slate in the Gods and Monsters era. Yeah. And I do think if we're, if I'm not mistaken, Blue Beetle was kind of made uh, one of the original heroes after New 52, like after that kind of reset, wasn't he? Yeah, they like pushed a new series with him hard because he was their Spider-Man in a sense. He was a young enough character for the new generation to latch on to that was coming on when the new 52 sparked up. So your thoughts, though, I mean, obviously for us, this is very exciting. Uh, anyone who who's read or loves Blue Beetle, but is this a hero that you think will latch on to kids or just fans in general? I think so, because you already have the built in audience that I'm going to fuck up his name so bad. Uh, Zolo Menendez, maybe is his last name Sure. what whatever. Like you have the Cobra Kai connection already built in with Blue Beetle. So in, it looks like he's actually doing and using some of his moves from the show. So you have that audience built in. You have casual George Lopez fans coming in because he was featured very prominently in this first trailer too. I yeah. think this is going to be a, just like in the new 52 opening. This is their way of bringing in new characters, new stories, and it's going to work. It's not the same tired story we've seen. And you make a very good point too about him being kind of the Spider-Man of this universe. I think DC was wise to first of all start with Jaime because mm -hmm. now we got we do have their Peter Parker and we can kind of tell the story through his eyes. You know, if he does kind of cross paths with Guns Justice League. Absolutely. And then it could spark off onto its own Justice League Europe, Justice League East Coast, Justice League West Coast, like all these teams that Blue Beetle has been a part of. Ooh. We have a whole new set of characters. He could easily fall into the lantern show if they bring in guy gardner on there see you're you're thinking like 10 or 15 years down the line they just they got to get year one down true i know i'm getting ahead of myself i'm just excited to see <laughs> a perfect blue beetle he looks great he does look great if we get blue beetle we have to get booster gold right oh without a doubt like i i would put my paycheck on it that we will have an end credit scene some picture hanging on the beetle cave of booster in there like this is going to set the stage for when the booster gold show shows up eventually and you and i love booster gold we have a soft spot for mm -hmm. our futuristic uh football star yeah he's the best <laughs> now there was one part of the trailer that i'm going to have you describe but this part of the trailer had you shaking in your boots Oh, I mean, my favorite part had to have been when they were going through the classic Ted Cord because he was always one of my cool cult favorites in comics. He went through a bunch of iterations. He made it through the Golden Age. He made it into the Silver Age. And then they reinvented him for the modern age with the New 52. And it's cool to see them pay that kind of homage and honor the backstory while bringing forth like 
the universe into this. There was a certain weapon that was crafted, that Beetle crafted, and the move and art in which he it was it was presented was very reminiscent of a, a video game that we love, right? True. I mean, that last shot when he jumps in, does the whole little side swipe, rowing the Final Fantasy sword and talking to his little AI computer, that was straight out of injustice. I was going nuts. It was everything I wanted and more that we saw with the Snyderverse connection with the Batman v Superman but this was so much better. This is all I need. Just that one scene. I can play that over and over. See, look at that. I had to tee it up for you almost perfectly just for you to just to give, come out of your shell. Come on, man. It's okay. <laughs> you love Blue Beetle. Just just talk. Talk to I me. I do. <laughs> I will. You make me feel safe, Eugene. Well, speaking of safe, let's transition to the Marvel Universe because I don't think the MCU is safe. No with one's this, safe in the current MCU universe. But with this current upcoming storyline, can I really trust the person next to me? Can I trust the person on the opposite end of this microphone? Of course you can, Eugene. I'm just like any other human. We are, of course, talking about secret invasion. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a show starring Samuel L. Jackson, Amelia Clark, uh, Kobe Smulders, uh, Olivia Coleman, surprisingly, which I did not know until the most recent trailer, but this is going to follow Nick Fury's return to Earth, kind of dealing with the scroll. Haven, can you kind of brief people on what the original run of Secret Invasion was? So the original run was something that lives in comics history and like goes right up in the Hall of Fame. You had the scroll pre-war, like dead center in all this just bloodshed on each side so the and the earth has always been in the middle of the conflict and it was kind of like a treaty where they can't fight or whatever so the scrolls decided to start invading earth to get a better vantage point against the kree and they were stealing characters and heroes within the marvel universe and the scroll queen came stole Spider-Woman, took her place in the Avengers to tear them down from the inside and take over the planet. That was beautifully told. Look at that. Thank you. You summed it up so great. Thank you. Now, honestly, yeah, when you when it comes to certain must-read storylines, Secret Invasion is one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I'm not sure this show tees up that plot line. Not at all. Yeah, it looks like a spy thriller with I couldn't really tell you what the plot is. It just it the whole time it just kind of repeats that Nick Fury has a mission and he's the only one who can accomplish it. And then we of course we got a, a bunch of um beauty shots of Amelia Clark because we all love Amelia <laughs> Clark. You know true, but it's like what is she doing? She doesn't do anything in any shot she comes up and it's just here's Amelia Clark. Look, it's Khaleesi. Love her. Yeah. And I think the villain um I'm looking right here, Kingsley Ben Adir. I probably butchered that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, uh is he is he Cree? Is he scroll? Is he a super scroll? I don't know. But that was my thought. I was thinking they were maybe using him to tee up super scroll and then 
in turn teeing up maybe a Fantastic Four appearance or little teaser. Maybe, but this trailer gave away nothing. Yeah, this was literally just a trailer of people walking. From the get-go, were you excited about Secret Invasion? Initially, yes. When I thought maybe we could see some of the Marvel Universe heavies like tossed out and replaced with scrolls and seeing how that would work, like breaking down the trust and bond that these heroes formed. But after watching Captain Marvel and they kind of just, I don't even know what you call it. Like, you know, like they, they made the scrolls nothing. They just made them refugees instead of a warrior race. So once that happened, my interest for Secret Invasion kind of dwindled. But after seeing the first trailer, it it peaked a little. I was curious to see. But after this one, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of more curious to see what the story is with Nick Fury. Because if we're to believe by so many internet memes, and I feel like such an edgelord by saying this, that... Uh, since Captain Marvel, Nick Fury has been off planet, and so he's never really interacted with the Avengers or the current MCU. This is a completely like green Nick Fury, like veteran in space, but still not reclimated to anything going on on Earth. What's he really going to do? Like, what does he know? Who can he go to? Yeah, and I think they're trying to paint this as a self-contained, you know, like we said, spy thriller. And it's only going to concern, uh, you know, ex-Shield members, you know, Nick Fury and his crew. But I don't think we're going to get very many Avengers. I mean, we're, we're, we saw uh, Rhodey there. True. Rhodey's but... been making a steady appearance in Falcon Winter Soldier. And yeah. But I, I mean, think it works. But when we think of it and what you just described and, and summed up for us about a secret invasion is that, I mean, it, it does heavily involve the invent Avengers and I don't think we're going to see very much of them. And I think that is really going to end up hurting it more, not just because for the star power or anything or to get asses in seats, but just the fact that you're limiting yourself story-wise so much with this, you know, I'll, I'll call him new fury because we don't know what he knows. We don't know who he's interacted with. We don't really know his, for all we know, he could be another scroll. It kind of feels like it's in the same vein that Captain America Civil War was. It kind of uses a a title or, you know, a an arc that everyone is familiar with, but isn't really the true blue story. Yeah, that was one of the biggest disappointments, like hearing that title, seeing it, and then watching the final project like it was great i love that movie the fight the story everything was great but it's not civil war no it's not the civil war that we read where mm -hmm. literally every hero that you can think of picked a side well for the most part and waged war it wasn't like a five on five or six on six fight in the airport no it was like half a new york fighting the other half and then the punisher right in the middle of it being like Look what you did to your son, New York, and just dropping a bloodied Spider-Man at the feet of Captain America and Iron Man. Let's talk a little bit about the Sony-verse. Oh, yeah, that has, that's full of shame. That's, and it's still going strong because we are getting a Kraven spinoff. 
that is going to star Aaron Taylor Johnson, known as Quicksilver, known as Kickass, known as mm-hmm. um the guy from the Godzilla movie. You know the also one also known as the guy from Bullet Train. Sure. Anyway, we have um <laughs> they're reading an article here from it looks like CBR.com. It says in an interview with Russell Crowe, who was apparently going to play his father, Aaron Taylor Johnson's yeah. father, is said that Craven, the Craven spinoff is going to be darker than expected. Uh, and that was literally all they gave. That's it. I need more, Eugene. But we do need to talk about Craven because we haven't talked about the Sonyverse in a long time. Haven, uh, your thoughts on how the Sonyverse is kind of running through the uh, the the Spider-Man gallery of villains and their depictions of them. I mean, I'm I said bastardizations earlier. This is just bastard after bastard. You had an okay hit with Venom. You you just blew your wad at the sequel. Just like a waste of time, waste of characters, waste of symbiote. And then Michael Morbius, just why did they make Matt Smith dance? I don't know. I'm trying to defend this movie, but I can't. It's Morbin time. Yeah. So Craven, as we know him, is probably one of Spider-Man's most dangerous adversaries. And we say that, I think, and you can disagree, but he's probably the one character or villain who came the closest to breaking Peter outside of maybe Norman. Absolutely. Cause you had that beautiful run in the comics with writer uh, JD DeMathis, Craven's last hunt. I mean, who like, it was some Shakespearean storytelling in comics. Craven is probably one of the cruelest, most savage villains Spider-Man has ever faced. And you're going to, create a movie where you're basically going to make him a hero which i don't think that works and how can you make it a dark hero movie because i was sort of expecting the craven movie i barely even thought about it but anytime the thought pops back into my head i figure it's just gonna be craven doing a bloodbath hunting for something or someone but Without Spider-Man, I don't know if he's a strong enough character to have like a motive or even carry a movie. Yeah, I mean, the main reason for his existence, at least in the comics, was because he wanted to hunt the most what the the most dangerous prey, who we I guess decided was Spider-Man. Exactly, he was all about the most elusive prey, and that was like the that's the reason he came into existence and the reason why he exists in the marvel in the marvel universe right now but i don't know what we're going to get that matters if it doesn't involve spider-man and same with like fat daddy russell crowe why do we need to see craven's father in the movie like what is he gonna add he's probably going to play a deadbeat father who (laughs) was probably abusive or something along the lines where he's gonna have to defeat his own father to overcome his demons and it's going to really make you sympathize slash empathize with craven but if you're going to do that and have him cross paths with spidey you're going to be conflicted (laughs) exactly stop humanizing all the villains like a cigar is just a cigar 
A villain is just a villain. Stop trying to hero them up. Here's the thing. It's okay for bad guys to just be bad. Yes. You can give them a motive that I guess would make sense in theory and kind of gives them that conviction. But we don't need to have a heart for these villains every single time. Sometimes just being pure evil is good enough for the plot. I.e. Emperor Palpatine. Yes. The greatest hero. The greatest hero. (laughs) You just need a pure evil person who you just hate. And you can't wait for the hero to overcome him. Because that is just A and B, black and white, plain and simple storytelling. We don't exactly. need layers for Craven, in my no, opinion. No, and if the Sony-verse keeps following suit like this, they're literally going to turn the Sinister Six into like an Avengers team where they're just killing everyone for the greater good. And they'd probably get a parade thrown after. They'll have to change the name. It would be the um, the Delightful the Smiley Six. Six. Yeah, the Smiley Six, the Delightful Six, the uh, Sophisticated Six. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, those are our three topics. We had some good stuff this week. Blue Beetle. Are you excited for Blue Beetle? You better be. Haven's excited. Secret <laughs> Invasion. Uh, we'll we'll see. Do do yourself a favor. Read the run before you watch the show. It is a great story. It is one of maybe those top top 12 or so Marvel arcs that you should read because it just Oh, I definitely put yeah. it in top 10. Yeah, it's it. Well, we'll we'll make a list one day. We'll 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 get there. I'm saying top mm-hmm. twelve. You're saying top ten. Okay, we'll we'll get yep. there. We'll talk about that one day. <laughs> <laughs> For now, before we close out, we are going to continue our weekly guess that character game. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for this. So the first week, Haven got me Plastic Man. <laughs> Gord one for Haven, Team Haven. I was stumped last week because I just, I don't even know what I was thinking. I got in my own head. Could not <laughs> guess Etrigan for some reason. And I was stuck on the Bad Family. But this week, I am going to quiz Haven on a character. And he has, we're going to go to 90 seconds, by the way. We're going to make this okay. a thing. Just because we're going to compensate for the internet and, you know, not really pour on the pressure. Because there's this really is not a, a serious game. But we're going we're gonna to take it semi-seriously. Yeah. All right, Ava. I am going to queue up a minute and 30 seconds for you. All right. I'm ready. All right. Ready? Begin. All right. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Uh, human or mutant? Human. Human. Is he... Are his parents alive? No. No, okay. Is he a billionaire? No. No, okay. Does he have powers? Yes. Is he... Just was his minute. powers caused by an accident? Yes, they were. Does he have a colorful costume? Uh, def- Define colorful. Anything that's not, like, black or monotone? Yes, then yes, it is. Okay, does he use weapons? No. No, okay. I was thinking Daredevil. (laughs) Does he 
have an alter ego? No. No. Is it Thor? It is not Thor. When did he first appear? Uh, In the 60s, the Golden Age. Okay, 60s. Is he a war hero? Uh, That is time. I will answer Ah. that. I will answer that. He is not a war hero, but I will give you a guess or two. You can ask one more question, then I'll give you a final guess. Okay. So what what were the uh, answers? Marvel? Marvel. Has powers. Has powers. Not a billionaire. Parents aren't around. Parents aren't around. Does not use weapons. Colorful costume. I am got his powers from an accident. Got his powers from an accident. Got his powers from an accident. Is it the Hulk? No. That was close. So you had, you had the color. You, you were close in color. <laughs> the color green. Yes, you were close in color. Green. Is it Fin Fang Foom? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We're giving you enough done giving you enough guesses. Um Yeah, you stumped me. <laughs> Flint Marco. Oh my god, Sandman. Sandman. Oh, I got one. Oh, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> all right, the score is still 1 to 0. I need the score still. So next week will be my turn, but it is Sandman. Oh, oh. man, I was I had a feeling you were going to get it though cuz once you start guessing accidental powers and all that stuff i was like oh, i was thinking I, for some reason i was like locked on on heroes i didn't even think to ask hero or villain i know <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna develop a method we're gonna knock out the first five or so questions with those hero villain male female dc marvel <laughs> <laughs> but remember we don't have to just stick to dc and marvel so that's true. I, I almost thought you were maybe going to try to pull some kind of idw or dark horse thing on me i was almost thinking you tried to go hellboy I thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> all right. All right. That is our show for this week. Let us know what you think. You can follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We are here every Monday to talk to you about everything spanning the multiverse, giving you our hottest and coldest takes. Right, Haven? Absolutely. And be sure to like and follow our latest post on Instagram for a chance to win a Captain Carter What If Funko. This is a big deal, people. Yes, yes. Please, please look at our posts. Like, just, just please look at us. Just, just please acknowledge us. <laughs> but we are doing giveaways, though. You can find that on Instagram and Twitter, right? Yep, Instagram, Twitter. We're also posted to TikTok. There's oh. no chance for anyone to miss out on this. No chance. And that will end soon. But for now, I am your host, Eugene. I'm Haven, huge fan. And this is the 616 Show. Later. <laughs>